Then put your little hand in mine There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb Welcome to Groundhog Minute, the podcast where we celebrate the 1993 classic Groundhog Day one repetitive minute at a time. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your other host, Dave. And it's just the two of us dancing with you at the gazebo. <laughs> Welcome. Just the two of us. All right. And it is just the two of us for minute 51. So, Dave, let me know what's happening. Minute well, 51. Minute 51. Real simple. You know, just Phil, he wins that, the snowball fight. And instead of picking Rita up, he falls down with her and they, they smile to get close. And then. We see them dancing in the gazebo, and it gets really romantic into the slow dancing, and they get real close. So it's a it's a nice minute, and we hope Phil's being genuine with himself. <laughs> we can hope, um, but that's that's honestly that is the roughest part about this minute is it feels so nice. But you know, I've done the, the I've done the minute summaries. You know, as like I know where this goes, it makes me I got back. I stay in the minute. We're staying in the minute. You know. Yeah, so so this minute is the exciting conclusion of the small snowball fight from uh from yesterday or yeah, from yesterday. And I wonder like the kids just leave? They just give up. They're like, "Yeah, snow fight's over." Or like, "Oh no, he's he's fighting back. He's <laughs> he's throwing snowballs back at us. We better get out of here." I guess yeah, he's either practiced or playing this so well that he's like nailing them well with like oh, oh, oh okay well, the old man's got it's got a good arm and then he just like, get out of there <laughs> yeah so yeah this, yeah this old guy isn't the uh, easy pickings we thought he'd be yeah um, but I mean I, I think this all just builds on our theory that this is just part of Phil's plan that the kids have been paid off and he's like listen possible, you know yeah. he didn't you know he didn't buy the bonus plan he didn't he didn't pay for like an all night snowball fight he paid for like <laughs> you know. 30 seconds or a minute of snowballs. And then he's like, listen, kids, then, then scram it. Then leave me alone with my lady friend. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. That's possible. Um, yeah. I, so, you know, she, she asks to get up and he falls down and this leading to the next, it's, it, 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 it honestly feels like genuine romance, ro- uh, um, romance. And maybe, I don't know. Maybe this is the first time Phil's done this with Rita. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But if I, I like to hope, like, this is him, you know, enjoying Rita for the company rather than seeing her as this object that I've been trying to woo throughout all the, my plans, you know, all my machinations. It's just, you know, he's taking, they're having the slow dance. They're, they're just yeah. enjoying the time, you know. He's not trying to, at least right now, he's not trying to rush her into anything. That, yeah, it's, it's one of the frustrating things about Phil Connors is that this does feel it feels sincere. It feels like a genuine, nice evening that they're enjoying. They're out in the snow. They're dancing. It's yeah. It's nice, but then I just I have to every once in a while I like tell myself <laughs> it's it's all fake. Yeah. I mean and not just yes it's fake, it's a movie, but even in the movie it's it's we know it's fake. That like is I just I don't know like I don't picture Phil as a dancer. Yeah, I think this yeah. is all fake. He he and and not that he's um you know he's not Fred staring it up, but <laughs> I got I, you know I'm thinking like these are 
he you know he picked up the the couple lines of French for the restaurant and he's picked up a couple dance moves that he can do here in the gazebo and it's just all part of his scheme to seduce Rita as much as it feels i mean this is this is a really nice scene that's very romantic and it seems like a, a natural slow progression that they're building these experiences together and they're spending time together and they're growing closer together. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, and, and one thing that is real is uh, the snow, which is nice. Uh, one of the things from, uh, from the back to the director's commentary on the Blu-ray from Harold Ramis is uh, he, to the best of his recollection, or at least at the time of, of recording that commentary, uh, he thought that, that this was real snow, that this was just um, one of those fortuitous events. They were sitting around and suddenly it starts snowing. And then, hey, let's let's film that scene, the gazebo with the snow just to make it all the more all the more romantic, which which it does. I mean, it's it's a nice, you know, there's there's nice big flakes that are slowly coming down and they're in the gazebo and they're. Um, I mean, it it does look like Phil's kind of manhandling Rita a bit in terms of (laughs) how he leads and his style as a dancer. Yeah, I mean, he got he definitely probably got some in town training so he can plan (laughs) for this gazebo trip. You know, I'm being realistic here, but I had to assume that Ray Charles is playing at the gazebo or because it's just like, well, what's what's playing? (laughs) What are they dancing to? Because it's like it's weird. Is that like they're the only ones there and you'd think that like. If they're playing music there, they would be doing some kind of night festival at the gazebo. Like, right. oh, we'll all come out. We'll all have our final toasts and of cocoa and stuff and, and, and to- toast to fill. But, you know, it's just it's them two. And that's it. And they have the whole gazebo to themselves. So, you know, going over the lyrics for Ray Charles is You Don't Know Me. Okay. So, you know, the lyrics mostly, I think I think it's better if you think of it as it from um, from Rita's perspective. You give your hand to me and you say hello and I can hardly speak. My heart is beating so. So I'm going to analyze it in this perspective. So she sees him, you know, coming at her. But when he's hardly speak, my heart is beating so. It's probably because, you know, he's wooing her with all mm-hmm. these things that are surprising her. And then, you know, the, the last ones that anyone can tell, you think you know me well, but you don't know me. And so she's thinking that in the back of her head. She's like, you know, he doesn't know me. How's he, how's he, how does he know me? But he seems to know me. Because I don't know him. It's only been a day. Mm-hmm, right. And then, no, you don't know the one who dreams of you at night, longs to kiss your lips, holds you tight. Oh, I am just a friend. That's all I've ever been because you don't know me. And, you know, when you think about it in the song, you're thinking that Ray Charles and you know, he's singing about this this person who's longing for them. And they're, 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 they, 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 they're, in, the, they're in the friend zone, technically. Mm-hmm. And they, they honestly think about them. But... There's also, now that we put it with Phil, there's kind of this, this weird, you know, this weird fascination, you know, who dreams of you at night. He's been dreaming about you for, you know, multiple nights. Not just like, oh, he's longing for her. It's like, no, it's been probably ever since he started this idea of seeing her. That's all he's thinking about now. Cause he's like, all right, tomorrow I'll plan all this and tomorrow I'll plan all that. But, you know, he, mm-hmm. He doesn't know her because you don't know me. <laughs> yeah. Now the I, I just a friend. She's not a friend. He's 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 a professional acquaintance. That's it. So, but um, yeah, just like going over those lyrics and it's like it sounds nice. You think about it, but you're like in this context of this movie, it's it's like her her like subconscious thinking of it, and it's us thinking about oh yeah, this guy 
He's been like, that's all he's been focusing on now is time is just how do I work this entire day in this town to my advantage to be with her? So hmm. it kind of ruins the, 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 the niceness you have in this minute where it's like the audience is getting tricked by the slow music and the romantic, but like, but we, us podcasters, we know the real <laughs> truth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good point. So certainly there is that. Yeah, there is the 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 friend zone aspect of this song that you you think of me as a friend, but you don't know you don't know my longing. You don't know that I want to be more than friends. But mm-hmm. yeah, I hadn't thought of it, but it works the other way. And um, I mean, this will this will come up in uh, soon. I think mm-hmm. in, in uh, two or three minutes, but it'll come up next week when when Phil says to Rita, "I love you." And she's like, you, you don't know me. We, you know, we just met yesterday. How can you, you don't know me. How can you love me? Yeah. So then there's like that other meaning of, of you don't know me. Um, yeah. So this is, yeah. Ray Charles, it's a really great song and, and a really great choice for this point in the movie. Um, a really, a, a good message um, with the lyrics and, and just the, the, the sound that it's a nice, quiet, slow song for uh for a romantic evening. Yeah. It's, it's nice to, so what's where it's it's nice to kind of take this moment and almost and just enjoy it, you know, like mm-hmm. you just and, I, and that's what I'm hoping, but I know it's not. But just that I'm hoping that Phil is just enjoying his time with Rita mm-hmm. rather than just oh I have to do this, do that, and then I can take her back. You know, I hope he's dancing with her and just enjoying this dance that he spent. He did he. And there's no way around it. He spent all day planning to get her here, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that as he's dancing with her, he's not seeing it as an end to a mean. I hope he is seriously thinking about, you know, that she is a person and that she has feelings and we're not just putting, pushing pieces on a chessboard. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's tough. I mean, because I know, well, I know there's a lot more minutes left in the movie, mm-hmm. so it isn't like oh they 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 fall in love, they live happily ever after, the end, roll credits, everyone go home. I know we've got <laughs> we've got we've got a good number of minutes left to cover here. Yeah. So, um, you know, so the the conflict is not quite resolved, but in particular, there's a, there's a couple things that Phil does uh, once when. Um, when they've fallen down and they're they're lying in the snow, and then uh, towards the end of this minute, as they're dancing, where there's that silent moment and they're face to face and they're looking at each other's eyes, and um, they kind of look, you know, they almost look like they're about to kiss, but then they don't, and Phil restrains himself. Like it looks like there's a couple moments, particularly. Um, it was probably around like uh, like ten or like ten to fifteen seconds in this minute where he's like about to lean in for a kiss, but he doesn't. Um, whether it's whether he just picks it up in the moment or he knows from experience from from reliving this evening over and over again to just know that like it isn't it isn't time yet, but you can certainly see uh, I guess the tension. You can see the way things are going, the way. The way Rita is looking at Phil and the way Phil, well, we know what, you know, what Phil wants and, and, mm-hmm. you know, what his goal is, but the way he looks at her, um, the way they look at each other, just kind of a moment of silence and they gaze into each other's eyes and he kind of starts to lean in, but doesn't go all the way in for the kiss yet. And it's encouraging to think, oh, he's kind of, yeah, 
he's paying attention to her and he's sensing, oh, it isn't quite, it isn't quite time for the kiss yet. Yeah. It's not quite that moment. It's not quite right. And so I'm going to pay attention to her mood and, and her needs and wants. And, um, yeah, and maybe Phil's growing. But of course we know he will grow, but not yet. <laughs> that he's, he's fooling us. And I want to believe, I yeah. want to believe I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Mulder here. <laughs> I, w- I want to believe in a better fill, but yeah. there's the my inner Scully's like, you know, you know what's coming up, <laughs> you know he's just faking it, you know this is just part of the act. Don't yeah. get don't get suckered in. Yeah, that's why I get angry at the music. I actually get angry because it's like, no, you're trying to pull something from me that I I know is not real. Yeah. I know it. I know it. Uh, even even if there's a hot second in here where he is enjoying <laughs> this moment with Rita for the moment that it is, it's not going to be. You know, it's going to be followed up with um, just fakeness. Fakeness. Fakeness for the sake of manipulation. So, all right. That's, I mean, that's, that's honestly, I feel like that's enough of my notes for the gazebo. That's what I got. What do you have? Anything? Yeah, I had, uh, let's see. Uh, Gazebo, it's snowing, Ray Charles dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Just checking everything out. Um, I had one other thing I noticed from this scene, and I'd like to get your, your take on it, Dave. Uh, I guess from probably like from 40, what, second 40 to 45, we get a good look in profile of Rita and Phil and they're dancing and they're, you know, embraced. And um, I think this is this is one of the better looks we get of Rita's hair. Mm. And she's got she's got a lot of hair, a lot. There's a lot of volume. It's it's not terribly long. It's down to. Yeah. Like a little bit below her shoulder blades. It's not like all the way down her back, but it's wavy. I don't know if it's quite curly enough to call it curly, but it's definitely wavy. There's definitely a curl to it that gives it volume. And it's it's quite a mane. And I like that. I think it's a good look. It's certainly a good look for uh, for Miss McDowell here. What do you think about Rita's hair? I think it's the first time we've seriously seen it because mm-hmm. we go through the... the, the, the um, the minutes, the earlier minutes, and, you know, we talked about when they were in the bar, we talked about when they were in the candy store, and even in the restaurant, the restaurant, I think her hair is the second most volume, but I could tell she's clearly kind of, she's bunching it up somewhere, she's got a tie, or she's mm-hmm. just keeping it tight to her neck and shoulder, and yeah, this is the first time, you know, with the snowball fight, with the snowman, and you definitely see it when they're dancing with the lights hitting it, where it's like, this is, yeah, this is her full hair, but we've never really seen it. It's like, she's kind of hidden it behind ponytails and, and hats and stuff. And I think when we even, I mean, we kind of, it's like, it's, it's hard. Even when we first saw her at the, at the, um, at the studio, it just felt like she mm-hmm. was kind of reserving her hair, if you will. Like she was kind of keeping it, you know, keep not letting her hair down. That's all it was. She was, right. it's, it's almost, <laughs> it's almost, we can almost make an allusion to, it's a sign of her letting, you know, letting herself enjoy time with Phil. You know, she's she's like less being the producer and more being human to human contact. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, I think uh, huh. the tight reserved bun, not bun, but like the ponytail. She's got, you know, she keeps it close to the neck. It doesn't go far. Um, and then it gets a little bit, you get a little bit more oomph. And the restaurant, but it seems like she's keeping it flat somehow. It's not puffed out when she's mm-hmm. eating. But yeah, not until you really get to see a snowball f- and fight and and the gazebo that you get to see it at its 
full. It's full power. <laughs> right. Hey, so it's she's yeah. You know, and, she's metaphorically let her hair down. Annie McDowell might have went to what, what was it, Maybelline? <laughs> and she would like show yeah. this show these show this footage. She's like, and you can do whatever you want with this hair with your products. And they were like, sold. Let's get this woman <laughs> some shampoo right now. Get her some shampoo and conditioner. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look at that hair. Look at the hair. That hair yeah, is money. Right. I mean, we first kind of see it when she's um, when she's running and then slipping and falling uh, at, towards the end of the snowball fight. There's kind of hair flowing everywhere. Um, we see it flying a little bit. And then mm-hmm. also because we a lot of times, you know, even if, well, yeah, there's, so there's a lot of scenes where she has it, it's tied back or it's tied up or it's tied down like something. But even when it's not, if when we're usually talking to her face on or head on, you know, we see her face and yeah. we we know there's hair, but we don't really get the full extent of it. But with the, the shot in profile from the side, yeah, we can see it. It running back and it's good and she doesn't do um there's not a lot in front there's no bangs mm. or anything there's a lot of forehead that's just out there and open but then when you see her from behind it's it's like the flowing mane going back <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure they got the the hair stylist like okay so she's running around the snow she's probably got like you know the, the, like just moisture of the snow and stuff it's like matting it and stuff and then mm-hmm. they get a zebo they got the hairstylist and he's like all right let's get this Let's yeah. get this puppy real big. Like we get to see, get to see all the hair, and uh, yeah, and and and, and you know, it, it looks it looks just soft, and and you're like, and it's, and I think it adds to this this the whole everything looks great, everything looks soft. The jackets, like the lighting, it makes everything look so nice. And you almost want to hug them both, and then as I said, the music, the music tricks you into having those emotions, and and that's what what bugs me is that like we know. That Phil is not at his his best yet. He is still selfish. He is still um, just quick to to the point of and justifies a means. I gotta get all this done mm-hmm. today because you know tomorrow is again just today. Yeah, yeah. And so you you mentioned the lighting, and I thought the the lighting is really good. It's a nighttime scene, but we can see. Um, we can we can see our main actors here. We see we see Phil and Rita. We can see buildings lit up in the background. We can see there's lights, uh, strings of lights adorning the gazebo. And then so going towards, um, I mean, we'll get into like the last ten or eight seconds of this minute, and we'll we'll get more of it tomorrow of them walking along the street. And again, we can see the houses in the background are lit up. As and you know, but we get the contrast. There's the lights, there's sort of the soft lights in the background, there's the lights in the foreground, so that we can see our our main actors. Yeah. And but we still we still know it's night. There's still yeah. darkness about. And, and I don't know if you want to get real psychological, but like I mean you got them walking smiles, white picket fence, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. the imagery is like purposely like Making you feel like, oh, it's such a real relationship they're having now. It's like something in one of the earlier movies when you know, like I, I remind me, of, I, I forget which what which movie is when uh, when Jimmy Stewart they're standing in, with her in the lawn and with the the right in front of the fence. He's like, oh, lost to the moon, you know, like that. <laughs> like that's the feeling I get. Like, oh, what do you what do you want, Mary? I'll get it. You know, that's that's like the feeling I feel like this is pulling out of them walking. Smiling, it feels oh, it feels so unique, not unique, um, earned. It feels so real. 
You know, and then and then Phil later in the minutes he says, "Oh, this is real, right? This is what this is." Oh, it bugs me, bugs me to no end. <sighs> I'm, I'm angry now. I'm angry, Sean. <laughs> I went from happy to angry. There, is uh, that what you want? Is this what you want? That's Ugh. no. <laughs> that's that was never my intention. This is never what I want, man. Um, yeah. So, well, I just wanted to. So, going back to the lighting thing to bring it back to the the realness. Maybe we'll we'll cheer you up again. Um, and so this is a shout out that, that Ramis does in, in his director's commentary he mentions John Bailey, who was the director of photography, who gets credit for, um, for this lighting, mm. um, and particularly this exterior lighting at night to keep everything, everything at the proper levels and, and everything, um, everything looking good. Um, and he hasn't done, so John Bailey hasn't done too much else, um, noteworthy other than this. I mean, this is great, but he's done a couple other things, uh, was director of photography on, um, ordinary people, which, uh, won a couple Academy awards worked on, uh, the big chill, um, the Pope of Greenwich village, uh, another great movie. Um, and there was one other, I wanted to shout out groundhog day. Oh, my blue heaven. Another one of my favorites. Um, as far as movies go, the, uh, great Steve Martin movie was also the director of photography on that as well. So if you're watching my blue heaven and you're thinking, Oh, that's a really well lit, uh, well lit scene. You could probably thank John Bailey as well for that. Thank you, John Bailey for making me feel emotions that are not real because <laughs> Phil is lying to me, but he does come around eventually. Yeah, he just hasn't got, come around yet. We got minutes to go. You know, that's the minutes. thing. You know, th- that's the thing. It's like you're trying to get that emotion out of me now. It's like, nope. Nope. Keep it. No. You gotta, you gotta I can't let my hair down. down. I can't let my hair out down. You know, you I can't, can't let your hair down yet. No. You gotta keep it locked down, tied yeah. up, tied back, under control. Yeah. All right. That's 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 <laughs> that's man fifty one. Let's let's Maybe fifty, maybe minute fifty-two. I'll feel better. I don't know. Let's. I think you will. So we get a little bit. So yeah, we, we've got after after the gazebo dance, we've got Phil and Rita walking along, a uh, nice quiet lane in Punxsutawney in front of the white picket fence, and we can uh, we can discuss uh, that short walk next minute. Okay. And you'll feel good about it. Yeah, I, I, I'm about sh- yourself. Yeah, no, I've, yeah. So listeners, you know, thank you for. <laughs> For, for for joining us in the snowball fight in the gazebo and I, I want to make sure you had a good time with this I don't want to I don't want to ruin on, on, on your gazebos but um you know I just want to thank you and uh yeah Sean like, let's see you tomorrow right alright yeah thanks for listening and we will see you tomorrow if there is one let them say your hair's too long